For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, and host of Loving That Sports Talk. I got my guest in the studio today, Nicole Freelo. How you doing, Nicole? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you back. We, I talk, know. we had good sports today, right? Sports, absolutely. Lots to talk about. <laughs> we might well get started there. You know, Nicole, you know, uh, glad to have you in here. You know, I know I'm going to get on you about the Texas Tech. You know, I know that's your team, you know. But uh, I want to get into this Michael Vick thing, you know. Um, it's kind of disturbing, you know, because they're making this thing such a big racial thing. Like, you know, um, Michael playing because all the black um, fans want Michael to play. And Kevin Cole, you know, because of this and that. You know what? Sports is um, your your talent, you know. Um, you you they play you because of your talent. It's not because you're black or you're white. You know, you look at all the other quarterbacks. You know, Ben Roethlisberger, he's been in trouble. You know, um, all the other. You know what I'm saying? You know, you don't look at it as a black or white thing. Am I right? Well, I agree 100. percent I think there's a plethora of white athletes out there who have, you know, been in trouble. You know, like you were just saying. Um, I think that's kind of besides the point. Um, I'm obviously a white female. I don't care if you're Indian, black, white, green, orange. If you're the better player, I can assure you you're starting for my team. What the fans say, God bless them. They keep the sport alive. However, I'm looking to win a championship. And if that entails me starting someone green, I'm going to start someone green. But but as they say, they say the fans pay your salary of the players. So would you listen to the fans, Nicole, or would you listen to what you want to do to win? Because the fans can get you fired as a coach. Am I right? You know, I disagree, and I'll be honest with you. Um, yes, I do believe that fans, you know, hypothetically do pay, you know, somewhat of the salaries, and I get that. Um, but at the end of the day, we're all playing in the NFL for what reason? To win a championship. To win a championship, right. Right, and uh, I don't think starting one player that's white or black is going to affect that big of a fan base where you'll go downhill. Well, let me ask you this. You look at, you know, Texas Tech, you know, I know it's different. From, let me interrupt from, you before you continue. <laughs> I find it quite clever on your behalf that you're suddenly a college football fan when Texas Tech loses. I find it clever. Before we even get in there, how's Wyoming doing this year? <laughs> well, we'll talk about that later in the show, but I'm going to get I on you it. about that. I can't wait to get on you about that one. <laughs> but I look at it like I was just trying to say Texas Tech or whenever – if you have a quarterback that um your main quarterback that's a star, right? Mm-hmm. He get hurt, but the backup come in and play better and win the game. Now, would you when the other quarterback come back and um from injury, would you play him or would you keep the guy that's hot? You know, it's tough to say. Um, I'll use my athletic background and kind of try to answer that question. Mm-hmm. You know, and as you know, there's been plenty of games where, or plenty of times, you know, in a season or games in particular where you have a slump. While I might get substituted out. 
I'll accept that as you know being a part of a bad game or right. me being you know having a bad game. Um, would I expect to be replaced the following week or the following day in my next game? Probably not. I would uh, hope that you know the coach would instill you know whatever belief they have in me, and we'll go from there. I I don't think being replaced does any good for coach players personal any part of it. In so, my opinion. But you, the point of it is you want to win, right? Right. So if you got, like I say, Michael Vick is hot and Kevin Cole is not, you're going to play Michael Vick. Am I right? Well, I'm kind of biased in that. I think Michael Vick's a stud all around. I mean, personal life aside, <laughs> I think he is a stud. You would have started runner. him all the way, huh? What's that? You would have started him from the get-go, huh? Oh, absolutely. And like I said, it's, you know, regardless of his personal deals, he's a fantastic athlete. Fantastic athlete. You know what? I'm glad you said that. I just want to um, iterate on that. We look at all the players, what they're doing off the field. Yep. That has nothing to do with what we're doing on the field. We look at, we pay him to be on the field, right, as fans, right? Just because he out there killing dogs, it ain't right, beating his wife up and doing like that, that's not what we pay him, am I right? We look at him as, we're supposed to look at him for on the field. That's what we're supposed to. Right. But as a society, look at him off the field and, and you know, is, is that wrong or right? Well, and you can probably answer this question being in the public eye with the Eagles yeah. more than I could. But, you know, based on solely opinion, um, it's tough. There's a bit of a gray area in there. However, like you stated prior to this, um, the NFL, a lot of it is run by their fans. Yeah. You know, it's difficult to say. Uh, I personally can't stand the man as the person that he is. But how do you <laughs> how do you fault him for being one of the most fantastic athletes, in my mind, that's ever entered the NFL. It's, it's tough. It's a double-edged sword, really. So when you see him on the field, how you do look at him as killing the dogs or look at him as the player? Press conferences, a person. <laughs> in the game, a player. I mean, he's fantastic. He, I mean, there's very few and far between, uh, in my, you know, again, my opinion, uh, run, or, uh, quarterbacks in the NFL who can run just as effective as they can throw, and that's, in my mind, irreplaceable. But but you still have an answer. We gotta knock him because he eats spaghetti and we don't like him eat spaghetti. You know what I'm saying? You get my point. You know, uh, we gotta knock him because Michael Vick went over there and did something wrong. Like you know, you gotta look at the one guy, um, Dante Stallworth. He was drunk driving and killed a guy. Mm -hmm. Nobody's talking about that. Everybody's talking about a dog. You know, Michael did and still talking about. It, you know what I'm saying? But that's the person that this guy killed and he's still in the NFL playing and nobody's bothering him. So is is a, a, a animal more important than a person? Do we look at that? You know, you know, and you're right. Um, it's tough to say. I don't know. Some people sympathize more with animals than they do humans. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people become jaded. They don't like anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know, it's tough to say. I, I think that uh, you know, as an NFL athlete, you put yourself in the public eye, whether you like it or not. Right. It's basically what you sign up for, regardless of whether it's what you want. Um, so your personal life. Obviously, he's going to be influenced, or the fans are going to be influenced by that. You know, I, you know, Ray or uh, James, you've stumped me. I, I, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure where I stand. Unfortunately, fans do have an opinion, and yeah. they're free to vocalize it, um, whether or not they should play or start. That's why I ask you that because people look, you know, as I looked at like sports and all like that, they look at him what he did off the field, but then what he did on the field won game for him, and that's what we look for winning championship, right? But they 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 stumping that winning on the field for what he did off the field. Some way you got to separate that, you know. Well, if that's the case, then I think that you know, depending on what the criminal charge is, I mean, obviously you can go. I mean, 
in any different direction on criminal charges that NFL right. ath- athletes have uh, been a part of. Um, if someone, I mean, if that's the way you stand on it or anybody else stands on it, then anyone who has a felony, anybody who has, you know, whatever terms the NFL wants to use, they no longer can play in the NFL. If they're so reliant on their fan base and every fan has their, you know, Oh, I can't right, wait. I can't wait to eat dinner. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> has a right to an opinion. And that's what the NFL, like you were just saying, prides themselves in as their fan base. Well, if you have a felony, uh, you know, I wouldn't think a misdemeanor or what have you, then Bye-bye. But you why? Why is that, Nicole? Because there's a hell of Americans that have felonies and still got good jobs in the world. But why NFL player or sports player get felony? They get they done. Why is their job done? Look at um, Judge Mathis. He had a felony growing up in, you know, the judge. And he's still a judge. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Mathis. You know, I had to go that there on you. That came from left field. That came all the way from left <laughs> field. But am I right? He you had a I- felony. You but, know, I didn't know that, no. But, but why we got to look at, you know, athletes, like, they got felony, they don't play in the NFL. Why? It's well, a job. Right, and I'm not saying that I agree with that. I'm saying that, like you were saying earlier in the show, if the NFL is primarily funded through the fans and the fans' opinion holds that much value to it, then I'm saying if that's the avenue they're going to travel down, felony, goodbye. But if they're going to be lenient on it like they are now, then I would say the fans don't really have much of an opinion. Yeah, but fans are fans. When you win it, they okay, they go forget about everything, right? Look at Kobe. Kobe been winning. Look what Kobe did. Am I wrong or right? You're at, you're hundred percent. Look at right. Kobe. Once Kobe started winning championships, everybody forgot about what Kobe did. Nobody talking about Kobe, what he did with that girl, right? Well, again, I'd want him my team just like I want Michael Vick on my team. I, at the end of the day, <laughs> in my mind, it's about winning a championship and winning games. Um, that's my stance on it. Um, I'd like to have you on my team in the event I was an NFL player. <laughs> so, uh, personally, what you do outside the field doesn't affect me enough to not watch that player nor right. want them to start, personally. But you have opinion when he's playing. like uh, You know what I'm saying? Like you say, you was thinking, oh, what he did? Uh, on the field, I don't think about it, really. You when know? I see him, no. When I see him in a press conference, I look at him a then little different. Him different. But on the field, I don't, no. Well, that's what I, I always tell everybody. You know, once he's on that field, he's playing to win. Right. It's a little different when he's off that field. Look at him that way, you know what I'm saying? Hey, what you did. You know, but he did do his time, though, right? He did do his time, you know. we got You know, when they do that time, they say people forget the crime, right? I don't know if you can quantify the amount of time that he should have done. I think what he did was, you know, top five. I, I couldn't even give you five worse or better things, but uh, it's, it's – uh, Something in my mind that's unforgivable. Um, what you do to punish him further, I'm not sure. Yeah. We have Ben at home. How you doing today, Ben? How you doing? All right. Are you there, Ben? Yeah, yeah. We were just talking about Michael Vick. What's your opinion on Michael Vick starting? I think he should. It, it boils down to who the better player is. Absolutely. Who's going to get you a win? Now, do you look at him, what he did with the dog fighting and all like that, to, to not respect him as a player? You know that that's always something that pops into my mind. When, but you know what? I, 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 I heard you talking just a little bit ago, and you know he, like you're saying, he, you know what? He went to trial. He went to jail. He's out now. I think it's time for people to forget about it and, and move on. We, I agree with you, Ben, because there's a lot of other players that have done things, and nobody, you know, like I was saying, Kobe done something, and we all forget about it once they start winning. But if they don't start winning, we always think about that player what he has done. Am I right, Ben? Yeah, I agree. You know, I kind of agree with you on that, and Ben, you can say whether or not you agree with this as well. You look at Tiger Woods. He hasn't won a championship. Um, You know, he's played poorly in everyone else's eyes as far as Tiger's, you know, potential. 
but he's all over the face of people still to this day about his affairs. And I guess my question to you guys is, if you started winning, do you think all of his issues would have been dropped? That's to you, Ben. I don't know. I think uh, I think if he starts winning again, I think people probably will forget. And, uh, you know, I, I went to school for journalism, so the little bit of journalism that's still left in the back of my brain there says, <laughs> <laughs> says you know, um, if it's if it's a popular story and it's going to get you readership, then, of course, they're going to go with it. You know what they, they taught sure. us day one in journalism school was if it bleeds, it leads. So... You know, they're always going to start the top of the story with something, you know, gruesome or something uh, something fantastic or over the top that's going to make people go, holy cow, you know? Sure. So what you're saying, Ben, is everybody want to like a topic to get everybody, you know, read into it. You know what, Ben, we got that music, but I'm, we want you to hold on because I have a good question I would like to ask you when we come back from break, Ben. Okay. This is James Loving, Loving That Sports Talk, with my guest Nicole in there. You still here, Nicole? I'm here. Thanks, James. We'll be right back. <laughs> school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you already get the general sports headlines and discussion on tv and radio tune in to the blueprint with randall gatewood yeah we'll cover all the general big name stuff too but we go beyond the typical sports radio show to bring you the details you don't get anywhere else we'll talk about the inspirational stories and the little known successes If you want creativity, The Blueprint is the place to be. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion but respects yours as well the beginning of every week is crunch time with keenan howry we'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general it's Crunch Time with Keenan Howry every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. 
to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you're hooked up with loving that sports talk James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving coming back with Loving That Sports Talk with Nicole in the, uh, my studio today. Nicole, you here? I'm here. And we still got Ben on the line. Ben, you oh, still yeah. there? Ben, I have a question. Um, you know, before we, you know, I, I like to talk to you, but um, get a little information about you too after this question. But um, if you if you had Michael Vick and Cabin Cole, um, who would you start, Ben? I'd I'd start Vick. <laughs> Why is that? Just uh, like I was saying, uh, I think he's just a he's a better player, and I think uh, you know it's all about the win. And if you want to win, I I think that Vick's the one to go with. You know, forget about the dog fighting. He did his time. It's over. It's time for people to forget about it and, and uh, concentrate on some football. Exactly. And that's what, you know, I, I was always saying. It's about winning. It's not about what they did off field. Am I right, Nicole? I agree. I stand by that 100%. And I definitely like, you know, Ben, um, you're a great person to me, I, you know, and uh, I just like, you know, to give a shout-out to what you do and where you at, Ben. Go ahead. Uh, I uh, run the uh, Tailgaters Sports Grill and El Primo Pizza that's in Litchfield Park, Arizona. And uh, we got a bunch of great uh, food specials, drink specials all the time. We are a sports bar, so we have, uh, you know, we've got all the NFL games. We've got a great big, big screen, right, James? Yes, you do. Very do. <laughs> yeah, we've always got great specials going on all the time. And uh, we actually have our website. It's. Uh, com, and you can look at our whole menu and there's some pictures on there and we're actually on Facebook too. Exactly and we'll be doing that. I'll talk about that later on the show. We'll be doing the car wash out there and thanks to Ben and the manager to help our charity to do that car wash. Of course. And like I say my name ain't Jane. I walk in there it's like Norm on Cheers. So. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But you got a great organization, Ben. I love being in there. I love you know every you know you call in there we can let everybody know where you at. Well, thanks. I appreciate that, too. We love having you. Thank you, Ben. on, Ben. You there, Nicole? I'm here. Well, yeah, it was great to have him on there, you know, talk about Iowa, because Iowa State, because I, when I was, we played at Iowa State, you know, I got to, I'm like, where are we at? The slight cone? Yeah. I'm like, this is the worst place ever to play. Now, how do you say that, coming from Laramie, Wyoming? No, Wyoming is nice, I'm telling you. <laughs> you know we're, I just have to give you a hard time. <laughs> i tell you what, we played Texas Tech, we would tore y'all up. Boy, don't you start with <laughs> Like I said earlier, I find it very convenient that you're suddenly a college football fan when a Texas Tech drops a game, but you know what? I'll take it. Uh, only reason it. I found out, because I was telling them that he was going to be on my show the first week, Nicole, and she's like, oh, they love Texas Tech. They shut everything down, you know, your family. Y'all watch the Texas Tech and Texas game. And um, yeah. I said, well, yeah. She's like, they're a Texas Tech fan. I'm like, all right. So when I, I end up just watching that game, you know. 
And I'm like, oh, I can't wait to talk to Nicole because they lost. I bet, I bet. Yeah, you know, it was a tough game. I think they, uh, I think for the first time in shoot, probably a decade, they actually showed uh, some ability to play some defense. Um, so that was uh, that was a good thing. I mean, although it didn't pan out the way we had. Well, I'm not going to say weeks. I know that you're not a fan <laughs> the way I had uh, ideally wanted. But uh, you know, I, th- I think we showed some promising, uh, some promising. Uh, players certainly and uh, some promising attributes to the team so now how long you been following them Nicole well let's see I uh let's see gosh I started there in uh, May of 02 and then graduated in May of 06 so oh, yeah? about four years and then obviously a fan since fan since so. you ever go back there to a game you know yes I believe last year was the first year that I missed since graduating um you know like we spoke about last show it's oh, yeah. it's nice to see uh well anytime you go to a, a college town in which the, basically, the university runs the town, right? And uh, having a great football program behind that, you know, obviously entices the uh, the party life. Therefore, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you went back to the town? Oh yeah, the, I went back oh, to Lubbock, oh, Texas. Oh, I thought y'all watched it at your home. You went back? Oh no, 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 not for the past game. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. Uh, the years since I graduated, okay. I've been back once each year to go watch a home game. Okay, I thought you know you went back the last one. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> no, I didn't get to go back. Uh, well, I can't talk about Wyoming. They got beat by Boise. I suppose went to that game. But I didn't end up going, you know. But Well, they got a tough draw. They played Texas first, oh, right? And man. then Boise State. Yeah, they're getting beat up right now. They're not ready for all these teams, you know. I could have touched I wish that the year I played, we played. Yeah. <laughs> you leave my Wyoming alone, you know. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> I am. But, you know, uh, we get back to we get back to that. But um, who's your pick? You know, you got Dallas Owen, two, haven't won a game. Yeah, Minnesota 0-2. And these are teams that everybody project, projected to be the best, you know, team to win and go to the Super Bowl. Yep. Well, you, well, let me start with Minnesota. I'm not a Brett Favre fan. I just think what he did. I'm just – I'm glad they're losing. But they got a great team. What do you think about that, Nicole? You think it's Brett or do you think it's – You know, it pains me to even have Brett Favre affiliated with the NFL anymore. <laughs> it's a strong opinion, and I apologize to anybody who's offended by that. Get your opinion out. Get it out. Um, I think that uh, – it's sick. Someone who's got this great face of the NFL for so many years plays, in my mind, what like a publicity stunt almost. It's I'm here, I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm here, yeah. I'm leaving. You know, I'm. I think uh, it's harsh, but I think he's a bit of a traitor. I think uh, I can't wait to see when the Vikings go zero and three, zero and four. I can't wait to see what his excuses to uh, step off the field and tend to family duties or tend to an injury. <laughs> I'd be curious to see what his excuse is going to be because you sure as hell know that he is not going to be. Um, playing for them when they're 0-3 or 0-4. Let me ask you this question. Your opinion. You think they losing because of Brett or you're losing because of the team, you know? I know you know football. Don't act like you don't know football. <laughs> I know you know football. You know, I'll be honest you with you. You don't know Texas Tech, but you know football. <laughs> <laughs> I do know football. Um, you know, it's tough to, you know, place a loss on any one particular, you know, one individual. It's tough to say that. Um, you know, I think they're uh, struggling. I, I don't think uh, Brett Favre's an innocent bystander in it. Um, I think that he, uh, you know, shoot, he's the face of that team and he's the quarterback. At the end of the day, uh, a lot of it, you know, goes Go back him. on him. So uh, it's tough to say. I think that he's definitely, you know, integral part in it, but uh, you can't blame it on one player. Do you think he should have came back this year? God, no. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> Why not, Nicole? <laughs> You're done. End on a high note. Get out of here. Move along. Tend to your family, like you say. Tend to whatever injuries that you, you know, complained about for years. Move. Then let me ask you this question, because uh, I argue with this a lot. 
if I'm the person, say I'm Brett, mm-hmm. and you you behind me, mm-hmm. and they keep asking Brett to come back and play, do that mess your confidence up? That saying that you you're not a great player because they want Brett to be here. Oh, as a backup, you mean? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm talking about um, Tavares Jackson. Mm-hmm. What does that do for him? You know, don't that make him feel like you know he's not a great, a player that can be? You know. You know, I'm sure he definitely doesn't sleep well at night. Um, you know, everybody, if you're, you know, a competitive athlete, you want to start. Um, unfortunately, it's Brett Favre's name that makes him start, in my opinion. It's not <laughs> his ability. He's, I'm sorry to any listeners that I'm offending. I, I just uh, I think that he should have been gone a couple years ago. And uh, why he keeps toying with the fans' emotions, yeah. <laughs> I think, is disgusting. Okay, then we go to the Cowboys. 0-2, Tony Romo, everybody thought, you know, they got Super Bowl in Dallas. They're going to be, you know, Super Bowl, you know, the, the represent, you know. What is going on with Dallas? You know, it's unfortunate, All, you know, also being the Super Bowls in uh, Dallas this year and, you know, the high projections for them and the ability mm-hmm. to play in your own stadium. You know, I'm personally not a Dallas Cowboy fan, but in the event I was part of that team, you know, such an opportunity that unfortunately is kind of, you know, falling like sand through your fingers. <laughs> it's uh it's disappointing. It really is. I'm not a Cowboy fan, so I'm happy um, for, you know, for the morale. I mean, you can talk. About, I mean, I'm sure you've been yeah. on to at some point in your life. It's, you know, the morale of your team definitely sinks. And Well, and, and all that expectation look good on paper. Right. But you got to go on the field and play. You know, Dallas look good to win it on paper. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're not going out there playing as a player, you know, it's not going to be anything, you know. So, you know, I. I'm. I used to be a Dallas fan. You know, I'm an Eagles you fan, did. but I hate Dallas. You know, <laughs> back when I was little, you know, eight nine. Sure. You know, yeah, Roger Starback. Yeah. You know, but um, I hate Dallas now. You know, I'm a Eagles fan. You know, I ride with Dallas. You know, and I hate them. But these teams, like you know, Dallas, um, Pittsburgh, all the great teams that everybody used to look at, now they're starting to fall. Now, you know, now you get all these new teams that's starting to come. Look at Houston. Yeah. Um, look at the Saints. They came out of nowhere. You know. Uh, you know, all these teams, look at Indianapolis Colts. They starting to drop, you know, here and there. So it's kind of good to see new teams come up. That's almost like college. You have the same team, Alabama, you know, all one is ranked. They're doing everything, Florida, you know. The Big 12 teams, You, you yeah. get tired of it, you know. Am I right? You know, you're right. I, I think it's a testament to, uh, you know, two things. I mean, it's testament to obviously, you know, the smaller, you know, uh, uh, I don't want to say worse teams, but uh, maybe less experienced, not as much money, you know, whatever – term you want to use for the teams that aren't doing or haven't done as well no, in no, the no. past. I, mean, I think it's testament to them to, you know, they're stepping up to the plate, realizing they uh, they want a championship as much as these, you know, powerhouse teams do. And uh, um, I think, uh, well, the Lions. How about the Lions? <laughs> <laughs> I think they got a bad break Chicago game. But if they didn't have a bad break there, they might have been winning some games. Because they gave Philadelphia a run. That's what I'm saying. I know. You got a scare there. Yeah, but I think if they won that game with um, Chicago – they probably would have beat Philly, you know. What's well, a confidence booster? You know, staying even and close with great teams, it's a confidence booster, and that only elevates you, you know, for the rest of the year, or at the very least, the next couple of weeks. And how do you say one win can either hurt you or help you? And I think that loss, you know, hurt them really bad, you know. You know, I, I might disagree with that, though. I think that it's a confidence booster. Oh, you booster. disagree with Oh, we got a show here now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think a team like that, they're so, unfortunately, used to losing. I think that, you know, when you play, a, you know, any team you're, supposed to lose to and you stay close I think that builds your confidence well, I think you it's think great you're supposed to lose them you're gonna lose right Nicole come on now well let's be honest now I mean you put <laughs> the Lions last year two years ago against Indianapolis the Patriots whatever um, 
Yeah, you're but, supposed to lose that game. Ever, I hate to break it to you. You're supposed to lose it. You ever heard that saying, any given Sunday? Uh-huh. That means you anybody can oh, win, sure. no matter what team you're supposed to lose or what. Right. You know, even against Sunday, any team can win, no matter how great that team supposed to be or what. So I don't, I don't, I don't think you go in there thinking we're supposed to lose. You're gonna, you're gonna lose, right? Well, if you go in there thinking you're gonna gamble, so I'm gonna lose all my money. You lose all your money, right? <laughs> I'll tell you what, I will not step in that casino. <laughs> <laughs> this is James Lowy, host of Love of That Sports Talk with my guest Nicole, and we firing up right now. It's getting good. <laughs> we'll be right back in a minute. You stay tuned. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports are you a real sports fan get ready to talk football and anything else sports with kwame lassiter formerly with the arizona cardinals san diego chargers and st louis rams kwame's got the experience so he's prepared to talk sports with you Every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Entrepreneurial Insights is your weekly excursion into the world of business ownership. Presented by Sunbelt Business Brokers, the leading business brokerage and intermediary firm in the world, Entrepreneurial Insights will examine critical issues that impact both existing and prospective business owners. If you own or want to own a small business, listen for Entrepreneurial Insights with John Davies, Pino Boccinello, and Matt Ottaway. Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion, but respects yours as well. The beginning of every week is Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. We'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend. Keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general. It's Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. Every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. Get ready to go inside the minds and behind the scenes with the top professional athletes, celebrities, and music entertainers. It's a sports show like no other. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with former NFL wide receiver Jarris McIntyre is real talk with in-depth interviews, topical discussions, and a whole lot of comedy. You'll hear from the entertainers, the athletes, and the fans. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with Jarris McIntyre is broadcast live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. 
James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk. I Nicole in the studio today. Hello, hello. We was getting fired up before we left, right, Nicole? <laughs> we were. I love it. Yeah. You know what? Since I got you here, you know, uh, it kind of bothers me, you know, when, you know, I look at sports in all the time. I'm, I'm a Dan Patrick, ESPN, everything with sports. I'm clicking on it, you know, just want to hear all the different news. But, um. This woman in a sports locker room, what is that? Come on. What is wrong with y'all, Nicole? <laughs> Goodness. What y'all want to see? 54 butt-naked men? Come on. Yep, we sure do. <laughs> Are you shocked by that? <laughs> no, what I'm shocked is the report that she get offended. What about these guys is in the sports room? You know, they're naked. You know, they don't know her. You know, they look, you know what I mean? You know, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm not too clear on exactly what transpired through that entire, you know, controversy um i guess just based on an opinion and women reporting from locker rooms in general you know i have to say i don't agree with it because there's always that room for someone you to hesitated. say something you hesitated yeah. well it, it's hard because you know growing up my dream was to be an nfl silent reporter that was my ultimate dream but let me ask you before you get started you you play sports you in the locker room change after the game mm-hmm. a male guy coming in you naked how would you feel seriously he brought himself into it. <laughs> so you wouldn't be offended by I, You know, I'm probably a little different than the average girl as well. Um, See, that's what I like. See, keep talking, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what you're walking into. And, uh, you know, if you're offended, God bless you. Turn your head. Uh, I won't be. <laughs> <laughs> keep talking, Nicole. Yeah, this show. James, keep talking. I'm just going to sit back in the chair and let you talk. Oh, good Lord. Go I'll probably offend somebody around here. No, you're here. not. You got yeah. <laughs> you know, I certainly don't speak on behalf of all female athletes. Uh, you know, uh, come on. You're you're a guy reporter. Sure, you're going to want to weasel your way into that locker room. Uh, you know, nine times out of ten, you're going to be told no. And, you know, in that, you know, 10%, you get your opportunity to walk in. Well, I can assure you all the girls on the team probably know someone's walking in. So it's it's up to you whether or not you want to put clothes on at that given time. You know, if I was happened to be in the middle of changing and you walked in and... I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. This is a great show. That's what I like. Well, what's your opinion on women going you know into what? locker rooms? My opinion is like yours. You come in there, you know, and guys going to make comments at you. Accept the comments because, one, you're looking at them, you know, hey, you're a beautiful woman. They're looking at, you know. It's just like, you know, a guy walking a woman. You know, women go, like, hey, that's a good-looking guy. Report. You know what I'm saying? So all I'm saying is you, you know you're going into a situation. You know what it is. Accept the comments. You know, you're a woman. You're getting there with 54 guys naked. What do you think they're going to say to you? <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying that ESPN, the NFL, and whatever broadcast should hire ugly reporters. No, what I'm saying <laughs> is. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't want to see nothing ugly when I'm in the rock room <laughs> yeah. butt naked now. Come on, Nicole. <laughs> you already got 50 other dudes that are right, yeah, looking yeah, at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see nothing ugly. I want to see something nice. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> you know, I'm going to. Well, I think uh, you crossed a bit of a line in terms of what, you know, the athletes, you know, are expecting when a woman walks Mm. in. I think uh, 
the woman should expect to see probably things that she would or wouldn't want to see, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she should do her job if that's what they're allowing her to do is walk into the locker room. I think you're step, overstepping the boundaries when you're allowing comments to be made to her from the men in the locker room. Why? There's a difference. There's a difference in doing your job and just say, I, mean, I know you guys wouldn't, right. but ignore her and let her do her job as opposed to making comments to her. There's a difference, in my opinion. Why has comments been, I mean, you're a woman. You don't think expect them to make comments? Come on. You know, when you're even walking down the sidewalk, you, you know, a guy <laughs> got to make comments, right? Well, sure. That's what I'm not... saying. Comments are going to be made, right? Right, but you're also speaking about 54 players who are technically working. But you invade their space, though, right? That's their personal space in there. Well, then tell me this. Who allows them to walk in the locker room, then? Well, that's what I'm saying. They shouldn't be able to come in there while they undress and get them time when they dress or meet them outside the locker room, then okay. Sure, and I agree with you. I think at the end of the day, it's safest for everybody. It's safest for the men and safest for the woman who is walking in. I think that it's easy fix. The answer is no, and you do it outside the locker room. So what would you rather, go in there when they neck it when they um, done? When you want your interview? That's not a fair question. put you on the spot. See? That's not a fair question. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, you know, you're, an, you're a male. I'm a female. And we like to look at the opposite sex. So you go in there to look, right? <laughs> and call it, quote, unquote, doing my job. Doing your I'll job. Take it. Yeah, I'll take you. it. I'm going to write that down. Cole doing her job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what about you? If you were a reporter and you had the opportunity I'm, to walk into I'm, a woman's locker room? I'm like that. If I could see them naked, I'm cool. You know, I'm looking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 54 women, I'm like looking around. My, <laughs> you know, I got Superman you eyes. Yeah. Superman eyes. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> you would. Yeah. You uh, call me Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I got a new name for you. I love yeah. it. <laughs> but, you know, you're right. But I'm going to accept the comments, you know, that I'm going to get, you know. But, you know, no women go, you know, but. A nice-looking woman come in the locker room. You got fish for a naked guy. They were like, "Woo, baby, we want this, you know? Or, you okay. looking, you know? Well, you have an 18-year-old daughter, right? Right. She has a job tomorrow being a reporter. Right. She walks into a locker room with 54 guys, and one guy makes a peep at her. What do you think you're going to do about that? I do nothing because she walked up into that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't walk up into some. They say be careful what you ask for, right? You ever right. heard that saying? <laughs> yeah, I have. Yeah, she walked up in there. Point nullified. Daddy Nicole. love you, but you walked up in that daughter, you know? Sure, Don't, and I know what you're saying. I yeah. do. Again, it's it's uh it's tough. I guess if if you're a woman that's sensitive and you know, don't handle those yeah. comments day in and day out. I probably wouldn't subject myself to that. You can't handle that job. Right. If, if we can't do that, you know, get comments, you can't handle that job, you know. Plain and simple, am I right? And you're right, you're right. You at the end of the day, you know what you're walking into. If you're a sensitive person and can't take that lightly, then I probably would remove myself from the situation or choose to interview elsewhere. Well, can you be reporter, Nicole? I would love to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, that Maybe was my get... dream job oh, was for it? so many years. <laughs> well, look what you're doing now. You're going to step up now. You learn how to do this, right? Doing a great job. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks, James. I certainly appreciate the opportunity. I yeah. certainly do. Well, all we got to do get 54 naked guys so you come in the interview. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get 15 female interviewers for that one. <laughs> what was that, the next show? Yep. You know what? And, and you're the volunteer, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, we got Dion. He said he could be one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she loves to, too. <laughs> but, no, you're right, though, Nicole. You know, if, if that's your job, you got to respect. Like I said, my daughter... But I know my daughter know what she getting into. You know, you're not like you're saying you're going, it's your job. You got to go in that locker room. You want to go in there with a naked? You know what you're getting into, you know. Except what's going to, you know, ain't like they jumping on her and grabbing her. You know what I'm saying? It's words. 
Yeah, like I said, I, I'm not really sure exactly what transpired uh, through that entire situation. Um, I, I wasn't sure if it was like a groping situation or a verbal situation. But it was just verbal. Verbal. Yeah. Well, whatever, you know, to be honest, what happened from it? Well, they ended up telling the um, player that it was inappropriate with the comments and all like that. And, um, uh, but Oh, that's right. It was yeah. with the Jets, Jets right? Yeah. yeah. That's right. I read on the ticker on the bottom yeah. of uh, ESPN that yeah. he's now doing <laughs> – Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I'm correct you. He now got trained to do like seminars with NFL players yeah. on how to properly conduct yourself with female reporters. Yeah. So what you gonna say? Yeah. <laughs> I want to know how you get trained for that, and I want to know yeah. who pays for the training. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we look into that job, huh, Nicole. I guess I don't know. <laughs> uh, you got to walk around them naked. I like, don't look at me. You can't make no comments. Right. <laughs> I'm training you. <laughs> Yeah, that's different. I, I thought, that's right. I forgot about that. That's or maybe funny. they have an ugly lady, big, fat, ugly lady. Well, like, that's, that's what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> well, who's your reporter of choice? Mine's, you know what? I don't, I think mostly all women report, you know, you look at them like Cheryl Miller and all. They mostly look like men, you know. They're more like, you know. Oh, what about. Um, but, you know, um, the one lady. Um, the one who had that spying incident? No, what was her name? The Dancing with the Stars. Uh, oh, I don't know. Gosh, her. Her? Yeah, you do. Erin uh, Andrews? No, I don't, I don't know her. But the other lady does sports, you know, a little, little fine one. I can't think of her name. Starts with an S. Susie Smith? Mm, no. She like a, you wouldn't like her. Oh, well, no, no, she's great. She's a great reporter, but uh, we'll just, she's a great reporter. Yeah, I, I probably <laughs> will like her, you know, tell me. <laughs> well, what do you think about reporters in general being female as opposed to male? I, that's no, that's no problem. No that's issue. a job. I don't have no issue with women. You know, I love when women do that. It's the same. You know, you report, you get in the story. You know, mm-hmm. not because you're a male or female, you get in the story. You know, and they they need to talk to you. You know, you you're not gonna sit there. I'm not gonna tell you because you're a female. You know, be be. You know, it's it's a story. You know. So you don't think that uh that females not having the opportunity to be a part of the game have less or more to offer in being a reporter? Well, I think females learning the game more. That's why they're getting into it, and I like that, you know. Absolutely. Females to get into the game and learn it more, you know, to, to get the interview and to feel what the players are thinking after the game and before the game. But, you know, um, you can't knock a female because she don't know all about the game, you know. Well, they, then should she be a reporter or no? If yeah, she know. yeah, because yeah. you got to report to learn, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't, you're not going to learn the game or sure. learn the players, you know. So um, I had nothing against that, no. You ain't going to get me in no trouble with no women now. <laughs> yeah. You ain't going to push me in there. You ain't going to mess up my booty. <laughs> I'm messing your game up. <laughs> yeah. You ain't going to mess up my game, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say all the right things. Oh, no, females You've great. You've been trained well. Yeah, I've been trained your training well. you going to whip me. <laughs> yeah. You ain't going to mess it. up me having women call here. What do you think? You know, like. Uh-oh. You would have to sink really, really low to talk to that woman, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you That's know, great. All women need to stay in the kitchen, right? You ain't going to get me to say that. No. no uh-uh. absolutely. Uh, I'm uh, in the studio with you. You yeah, have some problems know. with me. <laughs> Come on, sit next to me watch this game, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, give me a cold and we're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> this is James Love. I'm heating this radio show at Loving That Sports Out with Nicole. She ain't going to get me to say nothing wrong. <laughs> right, Nicole? <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back with James Loving. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Do you 
love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news. Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck. A no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman. Foreman, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. It's more than a sports show. Tune in every Friday for End of the Bench with Tony Bowie. Tony knows and does it all. Whether it's sports, business, or politics, the discussion all comes to focus in one place. You'll hear from the personalities as well as the everyday people, each bringing their own perspective to the discussion. This is a weekly forum that you'll want to be a part of. End of the Bench with Tony Bowie airs live every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, and I'm hosting Loving That Sports Talk. My guest, Nicole, is in the studio. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> we was eating it up, wasn't it, Cole? Yes, absolutely. Can't wait to get you in the locker room so you can tell all those guys, move out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wouldn't tell them to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they would like that. I am. Well, I'm going to give you a little chance to talk about um, college football, Nicole. We got um, Alabama number one. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, who we got? We got, um, is it Texas? I know Boise State number three. Um, we got. I want to say Texas, right? You know, they. I looked at the polls last week. Unfortunately, I didn't look. I should have, obviously. Yeah, um, I didn't do my my homework. You know. All I know is that um, between the SEC, Big Twelve, and well, Big Twelve, unfortunately, it's kind of dropping out. But uh, uh, Big Ten, Pac Ten, they're eating up the top twenty-five. They're eating it up, aren't they? Yep. Well, I know Alabama play Arkansas. Is in Arkansas this week. 
Yes. And they're like, how do you think that game would come out? You know, like I said, uh, was it two weeks ago that I was here? Yeah. Alabama's going to be tough. You know, be. they're going to be tough to beat. I think um, if they're in Arkansas, I think obviously that's going to be, you know, a bit of help to Arkansas. But I think at the end of the day, Alabama's going to be tough. Why, why do all these schools like Alabama and Florida them get the great athletes? You know, why, why is that? You know, uh, is the program or? You know, it's funny, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, my specific opinion. Um, my freshman year of college, I went to uh, Sacramento State. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Sac City, huh? No, Sac State. State. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, prior to me, you know, committing there, I went on recruiting trips to other colleges, and uh, I didn't really understand, you know, conferences, facilities, coaches. And what I, sports you played, Nicole? So everybody know. I played soccer. Okay. Or I played soccer. Excuse me. Right. And I didn't really understand that. And not that Sacramento State doesn't have that to offer, but they're in the Big Sky. That's a conference, a little mm-hmm. bit smaller. Right. Their facilities, you know, from what I know now, weren't. And I don't, I don't want to offend anybody. It's certainly not, not trying to, but weren't as updated as the facilities that I was a part of through Texas Tech. Um, so I think now athletes are gaining a better knowledge of where they're going prior to committing somewhere. Right. And if I could go back, you know, 10 years ago and commit somewhere, I would have taken conference first, um, coaching, you know, top two coaching and conference and the facilities, probably in my top three that I'd focus on in so- committing somewhere. And I think these athletes are recognizing that now. Well, you know, I, 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 I love to talk to you about that. I always tell people, uh, I went to Wyoming. I was recruited at Boise State. I would never went there when I went to Boise and my recruit. It was horrible. The facility was bad. I'm like, oh, really? no. Oh, man. I'm like, oh, no. Um, I had my recruit to Weaver State. I had my recruit to UCLA. I had my oh. recruit to um, Oregon State. I wanted to go to Oregon State, but they ended up, it was only me and this other guy. And they wanted, and he signed me for me. But make my story is, I looked at um, where I can play at, like you say, you know. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to go to UCLA. I knew I wouldn't be able to play. They had so many people, you know, players, you know, you'll be sitting behind. Sure. So I had to look at, you know, where I can be best play. Mm-hmm. Facility, you know, what was the best facility for me. You know what I'm saying? So you kind of right when you, you named off those, you know. But I would have went to a Division two if I thought that was, you know what I'm saying, Division two school. If. If I thought that was the best for me to play, oh, play right. facility, because I'm looking at me playing. I'm not looking at sitting three years on the bench behind nobody. Sure. You know. Well, you know what? I, I think that players are different than you now, though. I think that, um, you know, a, a college or I'm sorry, a high school senior will go play for Alabama, LSU, to sit on Texas, and to sit on the bench for three years That's, to get that final opportunity to play their fourth, you know, probably a fourth year, redshirt, fifth year. But isn't that crazy, though? Once you want to play all your years, I mean, but you tell me this, and correct me if I'm wrong. I, I I'm don't know. I'm going to correct you. I'm going to correct you. <laughs> and I know you, know you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But do you think a starter for two years in a reputable program, meeting like a big conference in, you know, Texas, LSU, you know, Alabama, whatever, yeah. is going to get um, recruited higher by the NFL? I say recruited. Uh, drafted higher no. by the NFL than somebody who played for four years at a Division II program? Well, you got, well, I understand what you're saying, but you got to look at that year you played, that one year. What are you going to do? Are you going to show that you're great that year? you got to do something spectacular. You know, if you don't, you wasted all the other years that you could have done in another college and, and show, but you got to do that in one year, you know. 
And like you say, it's a big, big time school. Yeah, if you do something in one year, even average, they are going to look at you. You're right. Mm-hmm. But you, you're banking on that, which I would have been like saying, hey, let me play two or three years and show, you know, if that you're not it, you know, at a school. You know, when I was with Philly, they had a first round draft pick. He was at Division three school, Jesse Small, linebacker. Oh, wow. Division three, first round. The first pick, first round. I mean, the smallest school ever, you know, but he, mm-hmm. his stats were so great at that school, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you got to look at, you know, where you're going to play, you know? Right. And, you know, and I agree with you. I, I, I definitely agree with you. I know that I wanted to play, and uh, every athlete wants to play. I think now things are being a little different. I think that people are committing to these larger schools, knowing they're not going to play, expecting that fourth and fifth year to possibly pan out for them. And, you know, by three years of rigorous training in one program, it's gonna, you're going to perfect it at some point. And hopefully that's by your fourth and fifth year. Why did you pick this school? Uh, Texas, Sacramento State initially. Yeah. Uh, you know, to be honest with you, well, I had a fantastic time on my recruiting trip. Coaches were fantastic. Um, well, that normally does it, right? Players were fantastic, um, and I wanted to get away from home. Yeah. Uh, that's why I ended up going back to Texas Tech, but which I was you, initially recruited out of. Where also. you really wanted to go, if you could have? My dream school was San Diego State. Was it really? I tried. <laughs> I did. Uh, yeah. I, I it was, was in our conference. I was pathetic. I emailed the coach telling him to come watch me to play. He didn't give me the time of day. Oh, he didn't? No, not at all. Well, we got to get that coach's name. We'll call him and tell him, <laughs> yeah. look what he messed up on. Oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> no, that was my dream school. I, I obviously didn't go there, but uh, I'm happy with where I graduated where from and how I played. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. Um, I guess we all have our dream schools, you know, where you want to sure. play and where you want to, you know. But like you say, you, you do your best wherever you go, you know, and, and you look at it like, you know, like you say, you end up coming out great from it. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I was saying, you know, you do a lot of different things, you know, since you've been out of school and doing, you know, I know what you've been doing, you know, marketing and communication helped me with my thing. You know, kind of give me what you do, Nicole. You know, fortunately through you, I've had the opportunity to get a little experience on, you know, uh, Radio, and I cannot thank you enough. I really appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. Um, this time is yours. Go ahead. <laughs> thanks. You know, with that being said, I, uh, as you know, I work for a company called Isaac. Um, it's an international marketing and advertising company. Um, we cater to uh, small and large businesses all across the map. Um, it's basically just a revolutionary way for, you know, businesses, you know, old, new, to uh, advertise and market at a very cost-effective way and uh i've been very very fortunate to be a part of this and uh if anybody out there has any questions or uh wants to advertise through us the go ahead and email me at uh izig sales at gmail.com it's i-z-i-g-g sales at uh gmail.com so that's what i'm doing now and i, I appreciate you asking it's been no, fantastic I, I know you you out there you're doing great things and you've been helping me with a lot of things so you know i, I appreciate it you know Cole, everything you do has what I'm excited for is your charity event. Yes, yes. We have an uh, October 2nd charity car wash event. You know, we give out the money go to, like, um, Rice Outreach Center, help kids with school, and um, Homeless Center, Youth Homeless Youth Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, very nice lady, Elizabeth, is helping and doing all, you know, coordination with that. And uh, it's a great event. Come on out, you know, watch cars, sit down with athletes, sign autograph, you know. And, um, and remind me where it's at again? Um, it's at Tailgaters off Dysart and Camelback um, in Litchfield Park, you know, um, you know, you get a hold of me, you know, on the show, um, get information, and um, wonderful event, you know, to help out everything. Homeless kids, you know, got kids out there on the streets that got nowhere to live and, no, no, you know, nothing to eat and, and don't know how to come to nobody for help, you know, their pride. So, wonderful. I'll tell you what, that's fantastic, James. It's 
such a great quality that you have. You've, I mean, just the kindest heart, and it's great and to watch. And a handsome, it really too, is. right? Don't forget handsome. Oh, you are yeah. sexy. <laughs> but this is Jay's Loving, uh, host of Loving That's Worth Talking. I have my guest, Nicole, and Nicole will be back next week, hopefully. Great. We would love to have her in the studio. Thank um, you, James. Great show, you know. Um, this, I just love this, you know, just being here and having a wonderful guest. So tune in next week with James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.